Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. I can't wait to get into today's topic with you because I know that you are going to love this one because I I get asked about this a lot and you will find that the podcasts I record, I feel like I always say this, I always say I'm excited and it's a common question, but it's the truth. So I really make my podcast episodes with you in mind because I've had so many conversations with HSPs in my community and yeah, it's just become very clear to me what the main struggles are and of course I can relate as a highly sensitive, empathic person myself. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing four tips for setting energetic boundaries. I hope you're excited about this episode. I know I am. I know that so many sensitive, empathic people feel negative energy from other people, feel like they might walk into a room and they pick up other people's energy. It might be hard for you sometimes to discern what is yours and what is someone else's. That's one of the most common things that I hear. And so these four tips are for you to really get back into your own energy and return to yourself. It's This is meant for you to really have boundaries around your energetic body, your energetic space, so that you can stay connected and grounded in who you are. So let's really, let's get into it. Let's get into the four tips. So the first tip is to believe that you have ownership of your experience. Don't view yourself as just susceptible to picking up everyone else's energy and that's it. That's the bottom line. I think this is a huge issue for so many empathic, sensitive people is it just kind of goes with the whole narrative around being specifically an empath. It's like empaths are sponges. We're just going to pick everything up and that's just the way it is. Like period, end of story. And I personally want to challenge that. Like, yes, we do have that natural ability to pick up on other people's emotions and energy and moods. Like it is something that that just happens for us. It's innate, it's natural, but I don't think that that just has to be it. I don't think that that means that we just have to be at the mercy of everyone else. Like, I hate that idea. I don't subscribe to it. So let's rewrite that. Like, if you believe that you have the capacity to have ownership over your energy, 
just think about how much better that makes you feel. Because if we're just thinking that, oh no, I'm going to walk into this room and everyone's energy is going to affect me and I'm just going to feel so weird. Well, then guess what? It's most likely going to happen because we're just really opening ourselves up to that. And it's kind of like creating that story that, yep, that's what's going to happen. That's it. No thanks. And so this first step might sound simplistic, and it is simplistic, but it's really a powerful shift because it's this idea, this belief, this understanding that we can choose to have ownership over our experience and we don't have to be a victim of other people's energy, moods, emotions. Like we can choose to have ownership and autonomy over our own experience. And so the second tip kind of builds off of this one. So my second tip is to develop a strong sense of self. Because I think a lot of times when we feel like we're constantly being swayed by other people and we're constantly picking up everyone else's stuff, it's because our sense of self is not necessarily super strong and super clear. However, when we are very clear on who we are and what it feels like to be us and what our energy feels like, well, then we can really feel more connected to ourselves and we can really feel like that that belief that we can have ownership over our experience and our energy, like it just makes it more real because we know who we are. We are very connected to ourselves, and we know that we're not going to be so swayed by everyone else because we know what our energy feels like. And so I highly encourage you if you feel like you don't have a strong sense of self, if you don't know, you know, maybe like what you really like or, you know, you feel like you're just always going along with everyone else and you're not really even always aware of what you want because maybe you've struggled with people pleasing or codependency start getting connected with who you are at your core. Like who is this soul inside of you? And what type of person do you want to be in the world? Like what lights you up? Take time for self-reflection, like whether it's through journaling or meditation or going for long walks and just thinking things through and getting really connected to yourself. When you have that stronger sense of self, it really, really makes such a difference in how you're impacted by other people's energy because you're more aware of what it feels like to be you and what matters to you. The third tip is to decide what type of energy you're going to bring into the room with you, into the event, the meeting, wherever you're going. I want you to be intentional about what type of type of energy you are going to bring into that space. And so again, it kind of goes back to that first point, which is knowing and believing that you have ownership of your energy and experience. And so now I really want you to see that you can be intentional about the type of energy that you're going to bring into a space. And so if you're going into, let's say, a work meeting and historically you feel brought down by the negative, hectic energy in the room, and you usually in, like anticipate feeling just super burnt out afterwards, try being intentional before you go into that meeting. Really know who you are and feel connected to you, and then choose to be intentional when you go into that meeting. So maybe your intention is, I will remain connected and calm during this meeting, or 
I choose happiness through this meeting. And it might sound silly, but I swear it makes such a difference when you kind of walk in and you have thought this through of what type of intention you're going to bring into into the space with you. This can be the same with maybe going to a party or going to a family gathering that historically has been draining for you. Like if you have time and if this is something you're into, sit quietly in meditation for a little bit beforehand, maybe five or 10 minutes and do a little visualization and just visualize yourself going to the event and visualize yourself having the experience that you want to have with the energy that you want to bring with you. It's so powerful and it's such an empowering way to go into situations because then you're not walking in and again feeling like you're at the mercy of everyone around you. Instead you're walking in with strength and self-ownership and you have an intention of how you want to feel And you get to decide that you will stay connected to that feeling. Like no one else gets to decide what you're going to feel like. You get to decide. All right, I am just popping in here really quick to let you know that the HSP Boundary Bundle, my mini course for setting boundaries for HSPs, is currently on sale for the holiday season. This is the perfect way for you to learn how to set boundaries as a highly sensitive person, both energetic boundaries, physical boundaries, and really get in touch with the reasons you've maybe struggled with boundaries in the past so that you can now overcome that and set boundaries with a bit more confidence and ease. Go to the show notes, click on the HSP Boundary Bundle link, and use the promo code SOULFUL, S-O-U-L-F-U-L, to get 20% off the HSP Boundary Bundle. If you're a current Highly Sensitive and Soulful member, you already have this bundle included in your membership, so there is no need to purchase. But for anyone listening to this show, make sure you go and take advantage of this special holiday deal. You'll have unlimited access as soon as you purchase and it's definitely a great gift to get yourself so that you can enjoy the holidays just a little bit more. There is this quote, I believe Oprah has it in her dressing room or or so I've heard, (laughs) but it goes, please be responsible for the energy you bring into this space. I love that. Our energy is our responsibility. It's no one else's. And I think that is such a cool way to think of it and look at it because it's the truth. And it's so much more empowering, right? Like, oh, I love that. Tip number four, set an energetic boundary around yourself. This is the thing I think we hear about all the time for empaths and sensitive people is to really set that energetic boundary around ourselves, like kind of What I like to say and what people often say is really imagining this bubble around you, this barrier around you, and envision that anything, any other energy that you don't want is going to bounce off of this bubble and it's going to go back to the other person and you are not going to absorb it. And I think this practice works the best when you apply the three other tips that I shared because... It's really important to first set the groundwork with ourselves, feel connected to ourselves, feel 
ownership uh, over our experience and be intentional. And then it's kind of like we seal it in with that energetic bubble around us. It's really just, again, it's a completely like invisible visualization that you do where you literally just imagine this bubble around you, whatever color you like, and just see it as a barrier, an energetic barrier, and other people's stuff will bounce off of it. And within that bubble, you are just connected to yourself. You know who you are. You know what your intention is. Like, this is another thing I would suggest, like, while you're in a social setting, for instance, is like, you're imagining you have that bubble around you. And if you notice yourself kind of starting to feel swayed, starting to feel a little bit icky, root back into what your intention is. Like, what was your intention when you walked into this space? And maybe take a deep breath and just reconnect to it. Reconnect to what your intention is and just keep coming back to it. It's also important to share that one of the things that can be really helpful that can make you feel connected to yourself and grounded in yourself while you're in these situations as well is to really be aware of what your body feels like physically in the moment. Um, I think a lot of times as empathic people, we will be in conversations with others and we almost like are out of our bodies. Like we're just so fixated on the people around us, like their expressions, how they're receiving us, if they're liking us, if we need to adjust, if we need to do something to make them like us better. We're so much out of our body that we're just completely disconnected from ourselves. Like I've been so, so guilty of doing this. And so I would also just invite you to reconnect to yourself physically throughout an experience. So what I mean by that is literally getting getting into the feeling of like your feet planted on the ground or your body being supported by the chair that you're on or what you, your breath feels like coming into your lungs. Like getting really, really aware of the physical sensations that you're experiencing and continuing to bring yourself back into your body so that you are very connected to yourself. Because I think that's just like such a huge missing puzzle piece for so many of us is we're just so outwardly focused, which is great. It's great to care about others. It's such a gift to have the emotional awareness and emotional intelligence. But we don't want to lose, completely lose our sense of self. And we don't want to always be picking up everyone else's stuff. Like, no thanks. Like that just, it's just not the way that I want to live. And I know because so many of you bring this up to me that it's not how you want to live either. Like we want to feel more ownership and autonomy over our experience. Okay, tip number five. I said I was going to do four tips, but I'm going to do five tips because I just had this one come to me. So tip number five is to do a cord cutting meditation after you get done with a social interaction or after you get off a phone call with a certain person or at the end of your work day, whatever that looks like, like I highly encourage doing cord cutting to disconnect from all of the interactions that you had throughout your day and reconnect to yourself. That is so powerful. And you can even do it like 
if you're going into a situation and you're kind of feeling like a little bit off and you're feeling disconnected from yourself, do the cord cutting meditation. Like it's such a great way to reconnect to you and to get to know yourself better because us having a strong sense of self is going to make all the difference in our ability to set healthy, energetic boundaries. So I have a cord cutting meditation for sensitive souls that I have recorded. I will link that in the show notes if you're interested in listening. I've heard really good things from my fellow HSPs about that. And so I think that could be a great resource for you. And yeah, I hope you found these tips helpful. I can't wait to hear if they make a difference for you. Just know that it's going to take practice as well. Like if you've spent your whole life kind of just picking up on everyone else's stuff and not feeling connected to yourself, be patient and know that it might take time to get to a place where this feels like second nature. But I promise you, it's totally possible. I'm speaking from experience here and it just makes your life feel like a lot more on your terms. And I think that's what so many of us are looking for. So until next time, I hope you have a beautiful holiday season and I can't wait to catch up with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.